You're watching and listening to Fat Bidin Knows Everything. And it's called Fat Bidin Knows Everything because I do know everything. Now this week, what I want to talk about is the fact that we are under this COVID-19 coronavirus crisis and the government is using it as a small screen to do other things. Okay, so here's the deal. I know if I'm going to start talking about this issue, everybody's going to say that uh, I am being inconsiderate, I'm being distasteful because, you know, we are facing this health crisis, pandemic, this coronavirus pandemic, and here I am trying to play politics. Ah, uh, well, I'm stuck at home. We've been under lockdown for almost going for, for two weeks. It's going to be a month. Of course, I'm going to be thinking about a lot of things. And like it or not, things like this will happen. A small screen is when a government will do something. It's when a government does something that they hope nobody will notice because some other issues is actually being um, of more importance or, it, or, or taking precedence when it comes to attention in the media and by the public. All right? So, here's what I've noticed. When Muhyiddin Yassin, Azmin Ali, and all of these former ministers under the Pakatan Harapan government uh, decided to... Uh, Sabotage should take over the government, or that's what I would call it, right? Backdoor government, not backdoor government, legal or not legal, doesn't matter, right? They still did it in a very unethical way, in my opinion, right? It's fine, they did it, and they formed the government. And then after that, we have this crisis, this health crisis, the coronavirus, COVID-19. We had, the government was forced to uh, implement the MCO, the Movement Control Order, and everybody had to stay home. Offices closed down, shops closed down, government uh, offices also closed down. Only, only uh, agencies and, and, and companies and shops that provide essential services are allowed to operate. Schools have been shut down, and everybody is concerned. Rightfully so, people are dying. This is a bad pandemic, right? People are dying and right now there are more than 2,000 cases already in Malaysia and it's very worrying. And I think the MCO that was implemented by the government is the right call. The right call and they're doing the right things. The health ministry is doing the right things. But you can't avoid the fact that politics is still politics and things are still happening. Now, a smoke screen, like I mentioned just now, is when they do something because they hope nobody will pay attention to it, right? Because if, if there was no coronavirus pandemic going around, issues that they're doing could, you know, attract a lot of attention and people might criticize them. I've noticed that right as soon as the Prime Minister declared the MCO on the 18th of March, it was also the same day that Putrajaya, the government, decided to sack uh, the Mara chairperson, uh, several of its council members, and I think several of the heads of a uh, few uh, government agencies as well, right? Uh, because they deem these people as political appointees made by the previous administration, the Pakatan Harapan administration, 
and they didn't want these people heading these agencies. So they sacked them right, and appointed their own people. Now, it was covered in the news, but of course overshadowed by the coronavirus pandemic. I'm sure a lot of people would have a lot of things to say because they sacked these, uh, these, these important people in these agencies. Right? Yeah. For that, maybe it's the government using the pandemic as a small screen. Right? Another issue that is being covered in the news, but it's also overshadowed by the coronavirus pandemic, is the state government in Perak. Right? The MB, what's his name? Azumu, Ahmad Faisal, Azumu, right? He is, of course, aligned to the current Perikatan National Government. Um, there was a tussle. There was a tussle in, in Perak, right? Um, when it came to the state government. So he has remained as an MB. He is the Menteri Besar. The Sultan of Perak has decided to say, okay, legally, you are the Menteri Besar, right? And Perikatan can form the state government. But here's the thing. They formed the state government several weeks ago, and until today, they have not formed a state exco, um, state committee, because uh, or basically the state's cabinet, lah, right? Uh, and in a news report today or yesterday, very recently, like this week, this week, the Menteri Besar said, "Hey, there is no time limit for me to form a state exco, right? It is up to me." Sure, but then. What happens to the state? How is it going to be administered? Who are the people who's going to be in charge of all the different portfolios in the state? How do we know? If it's going to be efficient and it's going to run, run properly, right? It's going to be administered properly. He says, no, everything is going to be administered well and all that. Yeah, but why take so long, all right? So issues like this, if it wasn't because of the coronavirus pandemic and the MCO, would have probably gotten a lot of attention in the media and by the public as well. And people will be criticizing the government because of all these happenings, right? But hey, it's a small screen. So, this is not something new that governments are doing. Uh, do you remember when Bill Clinton was the president of the United States of America? He did a lot of things like that too. And he used one big scandal that he had to do something quite uh, unethical, as a lot of people would consider. Remember, he had an affair with this lady by the name of Monica. Aha, uh -huh. right? I did not have sexual relationship with whoever that person is, uh, Monica. Now, when the scandal blew up and he was going to be impeached and all that, everybody in America and around the world was so obsessed with the Monica Lewinsky and Bill Clinton scandal that his administration decided to, to choose that period to bomb Serbia. Right? Because there was a war going on in Eastern Europe, in Yugoslavia, and between Serbia, Kosovo and all that. And he bombed a lot of like... He bombed the whole area in Serbia. Uh, um, a lot of civilian areas were bombed. A lot of people were killed and all that. Now, I know Serbia, is, uh, they, were, they were practicing ethnic cleansing. Lah. But still, you fight a war properly, lah, isn't it? So nobody paid attention to the bombings and, uh, and the decisions that the US government did at that time because everybody was just obsessed with, with a sex scandal. Right? And that's a smoke screen. So yeah, I don't know. Let me know what you think right, about this issue. Comment in the comment section. Have you noticed anything political, dirty politics happening now because we're all under MCO and it's not being covered by the media properly? Well, it's being covered by the media, but is it giving the right attention? Is it being given the right attention? And should people actually pay attention to this and also make noise because it's also something that's going to be affecting the country? By the fact that I do agree that this health pandemic is much more serious, right? So if it's so much more serious, 
why do things like this, right? When we need to be concentrating and, and putting all our resources and, and concentrating and focusing on actually making sure that the country is safe. Yeah. All Malaysians are healthy. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you think. Just write in the comments, right? Well, I want to go on to the next segment, which is a segment where I highlight something that I find quite interesting. Mm. Mm. My hands are dirty and I don't really want to touch it, but I'm clear. I am a big fan of Charlie and Lola. Charlie and Lola is a children's um, TV show. It's actually a book uh, written by this uh, lady by the name of Lauren Charm, right? And it was made into a TV series, a cartoon TV series on CBBS, right? And Charlie and Lola talks about a little girl named Lola who has an older brother named Charlie, right? And it's just about them having their adventures. I like it because it's a very calm cartoon, right? And calm stories. The books tell very calm stories. It's not like those American children's shows on Nickelodeon or Disney Channel where everything is just like fast car, fast car, fast car, explosions and action and, you know, screaming and singing and all that. It's very calm. It's very cool. I love seeing my children watch Charlie and Lola. Uh, and I'm a big fan too. Um, um, I like how the brother and sister have a very good relationship and it's always about them having lots of imagination and having different kinds of adventures because of their imagination, right? And this is a book that I bought, not for my kids, but for myself, right? It is one of the stories, it's called Charlie and Lola's I Am Not Sleepy and I Will Not Go to Bed. And what I like about this book is that... Oh, hold on. It's a pop-up book, right? Look at this. It's a pop-up book. Wow! It's beautiful. I don't know if I'm ever going to let my kids play with this book because they might destroy it, right? It's mine anyway, right? And it's a pop-up book. It's, it's, I think it's beautiful and it's a lot of different like flaps and covers. And oh, look at that. See? See? Wow! It's beautiful. So I would recommend all of you to read the Charlie and Lola book series or watch it on CBBS if you're at home since you've got nothing to do. You can also get full episodes on YouTube. Um, and yeah, you know, it's, it's really good. Yeah. And I'm sure you as adults also will like it. And if you, I would suggest that you actually go and let your children watch it as well. Read the books. Yeah, it's great. I love Charlie and Lola. <laughs> okay, so that's it. Thumbs up if you like the video, thumbs down if you don't like it, subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on all our social media platforms, it's at FatBidin, uh, or go to FatBidin.com to get everything. You've been watching and listening to Fat Bidin Knows Everything. <laughs>Three kids, one wife, and me to support. So you've got to like, you know, help fund my life. So you actually can go to the Fat Bidin e-store, 
right? I'm gonna link it below. I'm gonna link it below, right? And you can get actually like fat billion merchandise, right? And most of it are well, actually books. Are. I used to sell DVDs and films and all that, but hey, everything's available on YouTube now. So now if you want to get fat billion merchandise, it's mostly books. So I've got books here, I've got books here. See, see, see like this book. This is called uh, The Adventures of a Kerala in Afghanistan. It's a graphic novel, see? See, graphic novel which I uh, wrote uh, and illustrated with my, with my buddy Apan, right? Uh, it's a non-fiction one. It's about my time in Afghanistan shooting a documentary for a month uh, when I was there. See, see, I'm a war journalist, right? So it's a really good book, right? Uh, I've got this non-fiction novel. It's called Operation Nasi Krabu, Finding Patani in an Islamic Insurgency. This book I wrote because I spent like a, I spent some time in Southern Thailand where there's a war there. You all know there's a war there, right? In Patani, right? Uh, I shot a documentary there which was banned for broadcast. But hey, they allowed me to publish a book. And if you get the book, there is a QR code at the back, right? There's a QR code at the back which allows you to watch it for free online. Oh, where's the QR code? Where's the QR code? Ah, there's the QR code, right? It's online, meaning you scan the QR code, you go to my YouTube channel. Okay, um, I've got another book. This is called Journal Dad, the Chronicles of a Journalist who Happens to be a Father. It's a, it's a compilation of my articles, my column when I was writing for the Malaysian Insider. It's all about like me being a journalist and raising a family at the same time. It's really funny. It's funny. It's funny. My best-selling book. Liberal, Malay and Malaysian, Writings of a Walking Contradiction. This is a compilation also of my uh, column in the Malaysian Insider. This one focuses more on like politics, race, uh, demonstration, democracy and religion and things like that. It's funny too. All my books are funny because I'm a funny guy, right? Yes, I am. And if you like films, I sell this book. See, I wrote this book with my buddy Wan Chun Hong. It's a guide to filmmaking, indie filmmaking. Uh, every chapter talks about one aspect of filmmaking and it, every chapter also interviews one like a uh, really prominent Malaysian filmmaker. It's really good. You can get all these books at the Fat Bidin e-store. Come on, feed my kids.